0: Hey, everybody, welcome back for part two of my conversation with Alan Griffin, Alan Griffin Ministries. This is going to be an amazing conversation today. Stay tuned as we talk
1: about loving people that are hard to love. You're not going to want to miss this. Hey, everyone, welcome to Awaken the Wonder Podcast with me, your host, Evangelist Caleb Wampler of Kingdom Encounters International. I've seen hundreds of thousands of people come to salvation in Jesus in countries hostile to the gospel, witnessed impossible miracles, and regularly experienced God's wonder. This show is an outflow of my life in ministry in the nations. Tune in weekly to hear miracle testimonies and encouraging stories from the fields of harvest from both me and my global ministry network. As we journey ahead, may you hunger for God as never before and awaken the wonder of your relationship with Jesus.
0: Hey, did you know you could follow us on YouTube as well? I have a channel called Evangelist Caleb Wampler, and you can follow us in our amazing miracle series that's taking place around the world. We have devotionals that are taking place from countries you may not ever go to, but you have the opportunity to see them firsthand through my eyes. You can join us with Miracle Series. You can join us with sermons. You can join us with so many amazing things and content that I know is going to be a great blessing to your life. So make sure you go over to Evangelist Caleb Wampler today and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that bell to receive the notifications. And we hope to see you soon on YouTube as well. Hey, everyone, welcome back for part two of my conversation with Alan Griffin here on the Awaken the Wonder podcast. If you're joining us on social media today, make sure you subscribe, turn on the notification bell, share this video right off the top. And for those listening on the podcast, make sure you leave a rating for us in the algorithms. It's going to really help us reach more people. Thank you so much for joining on part one of my conversation with Alan Griffin. We were covering a wide variety of topics, but really went in on the Holy Spirit and so make sure you go back and listen to that. I know it's going to bless you and get you empowered for the day and for your week and for your life in Jesus' name. But today we're going to talk about uh, part two of our conversation, which is loving people that are hard to love. And uh, it's going to be a really interesting topic because Alan and their ministry, they really do this really well. So welcome back to the program, man. Man, it's good to be, we almost messed up yeah, that no, was, Let's try just, again. Uh,
2: uh, well, <laughs> we go. get it in there, man. <laughs>
0: I almost messed I, I, Oh man. It's it's more chill in the podcast. It's just how we roll. So um brother, talk to me about this. You're uh, you're you have you work with kids in foster care. Yeah. You work with a lot of church people, let's be honest. Yes. Sometimes church people they suck. You know, they're hard they're, they're hard
2: to work with. You didn't hear so, that from me, uh, church people. No, I love you. Uh, yeah, there we go. We love church people. <laughs> but uh, it's hard to love people sometimes. Yeah, It and, is um, it's, it's really difficult. And you know what? Um We make it hard to love ourselves just because of the things we've been through. And they call it that self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, man, I'm going to get mistreated. So before it happens to me, buddy, I'm going to get you. And so often it's difficult to love people through the pain of their exterior because that's where it comes out, off the exterior. And uh, when we take enough time to go through it, we get to the the beautiful person that they really are on the inside. But it takes some endurance. People say sheep bite. I say lamb tastes good.
0: (laughs) Lamb tastes good. This kind of sounds like (laughs) the Grinch from the way we're describing this here. Is it Christmas time already, huh? So, we, a lot of people do have rough exteriors. How do you, through compassion, break that thing down and get to the heart?
2: You know, compassion is the key. Loving people through their stuff, and all of us have it. it. Hasn't 2020 and the beginning of 2021 shown us that all of us have triggers, things that make us go nuts? And all it takes sometimes is a deep breath to step back and go, wait a minute. What exactly is hurting them that's causing them to lash out or be hard against me? And if we just take our eyes off of ourselves long enough and how we feel to to look at that person and what they're facing, usually that's what it takes, wow. is really seeing people and and seeing who they are and seeing what they're facing. It opens us up to everything. I can tell by looking at you, you have no problems, Caleb. Your life is perfect. Wow. Your wife is perfect. Are you Your a kids or a false are perfect. <laughs> Your dog <laughs> speaks in tongues. Your cat <laughs> prophesies. That's how we see everybody else. And then we go, I'm the only person with problems. And it keeps us from having the love that people need from us to minister to their broken hearts.
0: Now, Jesus, when he was on the earth, he really, really loved. Well, obviously, he was love. He is love. God is love. But he he saw people, what they were called to be and how to get Mm -hmm. them there. And you see it, obviously, with. People that he called into the ministry, he he took fishermen and turned them into uh, people that literally changed the world and and tax collectors and all these. He saw the adulterous woman on the streets in in, in the most horrible of situations and picks her up. Where are your accusers? There's none left that go and sin no more. I mean, he's he's constantly saw people where they were. How do you do that? Like, talk to me about that. People are really stuck together right now with COVID and some don't want to be stuck (laughs) together. You know what I'm saying? And um, how, do you, how do you get past that exterior? How do you really dive into that?
2: You know, the, the, the key method of, of diving in is simply this. Ask God to give you vision. It's one thing to have sight. It's another thing to have vision. Jesus healed a man in Bethsaida, the house of the hunts, the name of the town. There was a bunch of people that were chasing after the newest, the hottest, the greatest, the newest uh, uh, trending topic. They cared more about Facebook than putting their face in God's book. And so they they struggled with vision. And Jesus said, y'all couldn't even see me. Remember that? Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. Anyway, he said, y'all couldn't even see me in Bethsaida. You're a, 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 a town full of blind people spiritually. And he wanted to heal a blind man physically. Wow. And so he he takes them out of the town wow. so that he can do it. He removes them from that circumstance and puts them somewhere else. Wow. You know, the key way for us to see people and to see past all the drama and the junk around them is to take them somewhere else in our heart and in our mind and in our vision. It's one thing to see them. It's another thing to have a vision for them. So when you look at someone, you you, you see someone, you hang out with someone, maybe someone new, what are you believing God for them? What are you believing for, for them in God? If you see someone, all you're thinking about is what do they think about me? Or you know what, what are they going to do to me? Or it's all about me. There's no way you're going to have vision. You're just going to have sight. You're going to see them, but you're not going to understand what God has for them. And so getting past the outside means going, God, what can I do for them? And what do you want for what do you want for them in the future? And how can I help?
0: Sounds like praying for those that persecute you and yes. blessing those who've come against you. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Now you guys have done a lot of work with foster kids as well. And uh, I love them. ministry, talk to me about that.
2: I love these kids. Um, my wife had been ministering to children in foster care for years. And finally, the Lord messed with me and got me. I was sleeping, man. And God gave me a vision, a dream to reach students. And, and I said, God, I want to help these, these unadopted children in foster care. How? He downloaded a plan we call Accelerate. You can go on our website and check it out, accelerateyouth.org. But um, Accelerate is a 16-week discipleship tag team with life skills. We do this with kids in foster care from the ages of 17 to about 21, 22, Um, 16 weeks, twice a week. um, We meet together and after 16 weeks when they graduate high school and they're either part time or full time in college or part time and full time in employment, we gift each kid a well running used car so they can get to college and jobs. And we've given away well over 120 cars in 10 years. Um, We've now got three locations in uh, Florida, South Carolina, and uh, Pennsylvania. And God is so good. I love my job. And these are kids, Caleb, that they're almost invisible, even to the church, almost invisible. I remember years ago, and I'm not picking on uh, George Barna. I love George Barna's ministry. But many years ago, he did a thing um, saying that children in church, in foster care, children in foster care in the church world, are more likely to be adopted by Christians than by anybody else. They're more likely for Christians to adopt or foster than people who don't have faith. And the numbers don't bear that out. As a person who now has been in uh, social care for 10 years and has seen the statistics every year, do you know that the rate of adoption and foster has been unchanged for 40 years? We have not made enough of an impact here. And so I call out to you, church, Wake up, get vision for people you can't see. Wow. Imagine that there's people in society that, rep- that represent and replicate the full spectrum of God's light. Wow, that's crazy. Roy G. Biff, but there's infrared and there's ultraviolet. These are generations and people we don't see. We don't have compassion because we don't see them. And yet the Bible says over and over again, widow, orphan, immigrant, widow, yeah. orphan, immigrant. We can see them, but we just have to ask God for vision.
0: That's so good. I, I remember hearing one of the popes say that one of the previous ones that if every church building uh, were to adopt one kid, yes, there would be literally no or- orphans left. There would no be foster none. Kids
2: left. There's not even a million children in foster care in our country that are eligible for adoption. It's literal hundreds of thousands. That's it. Wow. We have more uh, Christian churches in the United States, just this country, not to mention the world. There's even more in the world, but just in the United States of America, there's more Christian churches than fast food restaurants. Wow! Thank God! Wow! Although I do sorry, I'm just letting that sink in right now. (laughs) Although I do love me some Chick Fil A. I mean, that's Jesus chicken. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm all for you on that. I always wish they're open on Sundays. Every time after church, I'm like, I've even done. I do it every other week. (laughs) I pull in there. Oh man, it's closed again. They're more
2: Christian than I am (laughs) because I'm trying to go out to eat on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I love it,
0: brother. This is so good. If if you could give us some, just a couple of practical things. Let's say people are going into work today. They're ready to start their week, you know, and they're they're going in and. They're having a hard time with their boss. A hard time with their coworkers. A hard time with even their spouse and kids. A hard time with their neighbor. The yeah. person you know next door did something again, or whatever. And the the, the kids' uh, soccer parents are having some wars, whatever. They're just having a hard time loving people today. What are a couple mm-hmm. of things practically they can do today yeah. to start loving those people?
2: You know, there's there's one main thing we could do. I like I like having points in my sermons and just having one point. There you go. Um, here's my point. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Have you ever asked them, what is their life goals? What is their purpose? What is their desires of their life? Whenever someone does something that's out of their character or out of character for you to experience, it's important for us to remember, what's Caleb's goal? So if Caleb yells at me and and he's really frustrated and I go, wait a minute, hold on though. Caleb wants to serve the the generations who don't know Jesus and to lead leaders into sharing the gospel with them. This is just a strange moment for him. I begin to put things into perspective when I look at how God judges us, the thoughts and the inclinations of our heart. What are the inclinations of that person's heart? You know them enough for them to hurt you. So obviously, you know, in their heart, they want to do some good. It's my job to help them do good. So if they're messing with me and hurting me, I don't just say, hey, it's okay. I say, hey, that hurt me. Be careful with that. Don't do that anymore, but I know where your heart is.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: Isn't that what families sometimes do? I love do? it.
0: That's what we do. Yeah, I lo- and I love the whole concept of uh, how can I be an answer to somebody's prayer today? Like, I love that. If you know their vision, yes, maybe even helping them take a step to accomplish that vision. Taking and, and, them, and, and we get hurt them. all
2: the time. Yeah. I-, I mean, I've had times where leaders in big places said, Alan, get a lawyer. They're defaming your name. And you know what I've learned? Just wait. Just wait. God will take care of everything. And my goal is not that God destroys people that hurt me. My goal is that God redeems and restores them and our relationship in such a way that, you know what? The wounds of them, my friend, are faithful and we get closer, not further away. That's so good. Love
0: this brother. Thank you so much. I love you. Come on. I love you. Man, what a guy. <laughs> I'm going to kiss you. Oh, oh yeah. I got a kiss Whoa. on the camera. There's, just there's proof now. <laughs> you don't need a lawyer. You're going to miss it. <laughs> this is I, um, I, Again, where can people follow you, man? Where can they stay connected? Get yeah, your book you can or get your other book. books.
2: Um, it's all on our website, agministries.com. Um, if you want to hear more about our uh ministry or service to children in foster care that are coming of age or aging out, as some would say, um, go to EYTH.org or AccelerateYouth.org, and you can get more on that as well.
1: Okay.
0: Love it, man. Make sure you guys uh, grab these books today. Undefeated, other ones. Undefeated.
2: I'm working on a new one. All right. On the sixth senses. Oh yeah. All right. I see Jesus, people. It's going to be great. You're I, going to like it.
0: Well, maybe you can come over here and release it on the podcast. Yeah. It'll be kind of fun. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Till next time. Make sure you
1: subscribe today. Stay tuned. We'll see you real soon. Thank you for listening to Awaken the Wonder. If you enjoyed today's show and want more ministry like this, please visit KingdomEncounters.us, where you can find weekly blogs. In my latest book, Hunger. Be sure to subscribe and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at the tag, Evangelist Caleb Wampler. If the Lord leads you to partner with us in the nations in prayer and giving, visit kingdomencounters.us. I'll see you next time.